Welcome to episode 10 of Fermented and Demented. A little time ago we had a really nice conversation with Corey Cole of Alice Nancy and Little Teeth. Just to mention a few of his bands. But um, this time around we had some technical issues with the sound. But shit happens. Enjoy the episode. Skål! Oh, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, just, just one bear, just one, just, just one bear. We are here now with uh, Simon, uh, Henrik, uh, Jörn Ståle, uh, Håkon, myself, and uh, Corey in, uh, from... Uh, Germany, or he's in Germany. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Germany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll uh, open this podcast with uh, tasting a beer. It's a Budweiser uh, original Czech lager, and uh, it should be easily drinkable, I think. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Cheers. 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 <laughs> So is this one of your favorite scoring? Did you say that, or did I just imagine you saying? Yeah, that? I uh, I really like it. When I uh, when I first moved over to Europe, I, I hated it because you know I I grew up on American Budweiser, and I was, yeah. I was I was so excited. I saw it in a supermarket, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, they have Budweiser, and <laughs> I got it, and it was. I mean, I thought it was so gross, you know, like. And uh, an American Pilsner is so much different than Pilsners in Europe that it was a, it took me a little while to get my mouth wrapped around the taste of it. Yeah. But now that I've looked at it, what's that? It's uh, the American and uh, I have both. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. They look quite similar. The Budweiser logo, I mean, the writing of the name is pretty similar to to like the Budweiser used on American cans. Mm. So like, I, yeah, I thought maybe it was like a, the European brewing facility just put it in a slightly different can. And I, I was shocked the first time I opened it. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? You know, but now, you know, I'm living in Munich and Munich is like such a beer drinking town, but they love Hellas beer and I've had so many Hellas in the last four years of living here that I don't know I've been branching out into like all the the different stuff now like Pilsner and Kolsch and anything other than Augustiner yeah yeah but the Hellas that's the one and a half now a half liter large brown bottle isn't it yeah yeah Hellas is generally just light beer isn't it yeah Hell, Hell in German means light like not like yeah. not like a, not like the overhead lights but like in color it's a light color so okay yeah i've seen the light um yeah call it hell we had uh, some cases of that uh, <laughs> when we played in munich i think uh, hawkon didn't we mm. and, oh. and and less supply of uh, of hell yeah of those <laughs> yeah yeah it's a, it's yeah. a river of beer uh, yeah, if, yeah. If, if, yeah, because Denmark is, Germany. Is place. that the cheapest uh, one or? Uh... No, there's a lot cheaper beers. I mean, okay. uh, so it's it's 
It's just uh, one of the oldest breweries, especially here in Munich. So they're really proud of it. And oh. August Diener, I mean, since it's so old, they've like kind of paid off. They they kind of own most of the bars and stuff. Okay. And so they're, they supply the beer. And that's yeah. how everybody gets it everywhere here. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah they- the, these are about the cheapest beers you can find in Germany. They're called 5.0. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, uh, I can guess what that stands for. They're really good, though. I <laughs> I really like them, and normally you can find them for like thirty nine cents at, at at grocery stores. And it's like, oh. okay, cool. Well, I mean, I'm not yeah. that picky, you know. If my Friday night ends up costing like five dollars on those, it's pretty awesome, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what what do we think about this uh, beer? I must cold. say uh, it, it's uh, it's not what I expected. I expected it oh. to be uh, more watery. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. American, the American one is more watery, definitely. Yeah. So this is uh, a pleasant surprise, actually. Yeah, it's very much on the Pilsner side. You know, like it does that. I always taste it in like the back of my tongue, like kind of like yeah. almost a sourness to it. Uh, yeah. A lot more pretty, e- pretty easy to drink though and it's pretty refreshing yeah. like I, yeah. I think like on a hot day i prefer something like this over something really heavy you know yeah yeah oh. good it's a good pilsner it's the pilsner so almost the pilsner it's urquell is the pilsner but uh, yeah yeah by the way so it's uh, close to second i think yeah for me the the pilsner urquell that shit comes with the worst headache in the world the next day for me. You know, like <laughs> I I normally judge my beers on like not the drinking them, but the recovering from them. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. wasn't too bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so that's how we should rate this. On uh, You should send me a message on how your headache is tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but well, now we're mixing. So. Yeah. yeah, now we're gonna have a mix. It's gonna be, yeah. you know. But I can I can say from personal research and testing, uh, <laughs> this is this is time proven pretty okay for the next um, day. Yeah, you verify these results. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah great. Uh, does anyone have anything more to say about the bear, or should we continue? No, Ooh, it's it's, it's good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, it's good beer. It's a beer. I mean, when you yeah. go when you go to a place and you order a beer, it's kind of yeah, like it it's a beer, you know. It's yeah. A, yeah. So yeah, somebody told me uh, you guys are in Norway, right? Yeah. 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 Is beer really expensive there? Huh? Oh, oh yeah. yes. So when you said uh, get uh, get drunk and now uh, do a whole night for five dollars, that's uh, that's about one of these. Yeah, that's at insane. The, at, that's one. At, at the store, that's, that's one of these. And uh, if uh, if you go to a bar and want one of these, it's, it's ten. Uh, yeah, it's ten. <laughs> Let's say I can hardly brew a beer for thirty nine cents a uh, half liter. So, so uh, how is uh, COVID nineteen and that stuff in Germany? Uh, are they rolling uh. out the vaccines and uh, it's looking bright, or how is it? It's. Uh... <sighs> It's been something else. I mean, uh, the vaccine is finally starting to roll out. So that's good. They're saying that all German adults should be able to 
get vaccinated uh, at least the first shot by the end of June. Yeah. Hmm. And so it's finally starting here. I, I just got my first, I got my first one. Uh, they're, they're putting them six weeks apart. So I can't get the next one until like June, June something, you know? Okay. Uh, but it's been, it's been stupid here. I mean, <laughs> there's so much stuff to do to stay safe. Uh, instead, Germany's just decided to do this trick. That's like, they think it's working, but it's not, which is essentially like, you know, when your computer router goes out and you just shut it off and turn it on and shut it off and turn it on <laughs> and you do that until it works. That's yeah. what they're doing. They, they have this lockdown here that if the R number, and I don't even know what the fucking R number is. Yeah. If the R number, yeah. if it gets above a hundred, then the town, then there's like a 10 o'clock curfew and we have to all be inside by 10 o'clock. It's a $500 fine if you're outside. Oh. But if the R number is yeah. under, so like it, every day you have to get up and like, find the R number on the news and find out, find out what's going on. And then it's like, Oh, well we're locked down tonight, but then tomorrow it will be open. And then, you know, and then they, uh, you know, it seems like the German government has picked singled out counterculture as the problem. You know, they, they, you could go get your haircut. You get, you could get your, your like, you could get your anus bleached here, you know, and this is okay. And you can go get haircuts and makeup salons, but all tattoo parlors, all concerts, all bars. I mean, all of this stuff is, is closed. I mean, even for. So you outdoor... keep the horse number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The horse number. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it just, it's just been like such a ebb and flow that it's just hard to, it's hard to follow anymore. Me and my wife, we've, we've just played it really safe this whole year. So like, I don't mind just hanging out at home. I, I can't afford a $500 ticket and it's exhausting trying to figure out when we can go outside and why not. So just kind of chilling until it's all over. Yeah. yeah. How is one it one, there? Uh, uh, pretty much the That's same, I think. Uh, but uh, Håkon actually was at the sit down gig this weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? That's the first... Yeah. Uh, in a first long time this year first gig yeah. since we played one in september i think yeah. yeah yeah that sounds awesome yeah i played an acoustic show last also last september and it was an outdoor sit down thing but yeah. i mean shit at least i got a show in in 2020 yeah. i feel like a lot of people did it well at you least know, they brought you a bear so you didn't have to go to the bar you could just like sit there yeah <laughs> one more oh no, yeah. you order it on your phone you just pay Do you really Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Bring it up to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I I hope some things like that stick around after the <laughs> pandemic. You know, like it started before here. Some places you could order on your phone, and they would bring. bring I it love to it. The table, yeah. Yeah. So, so the bartender won't uh, see you getting too drunk uh, in the same way as before. <laughs> no, you just you just uh, you just have to sit straight. You don't have yeah. to walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sit, sit, sit still. Don't talk. Yeah. Just <laughs> yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a that's a good idea. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I you, guess you, it's not as uh, strict here in Norway as it it probably is in Germany. We don't have that kind of uh, curfew thing. We haven't had that at least yet. Yeah, it it was really bad here for a while, and then they loosened it and. 
now we're like in a middle curfew to where it's not horrible, but it's, it's, it's also kind of stupid, you know? And like, they say that they're going to enforce it. And, you know, I see all the, there's like all the like TikTok rapper teen kids in this town, you know, they, they like, they'll be out and like just getting hammered all over town, like all night long. I see it. Like I work until midnight. So I have a, a letter from my boss that says I could be out cause I'm traveling to and from work. But I see all these kids. I've never seen a cop check anybody, but you know, I have hand tattoos. So I'm sure that like, yeah. I'll, I, I mean, I get, I get pulled out and look for drugs and stuff like that. And they're like, I don't, I don't really feel like taking the risk. No. Uh, if I was a cop in Germany now, I would just say, well, curfew's at 11, then I'm off work. Everybody should follow the law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, who knows? Yeah, it's, it's something else here, but yeah. it is what it is. I mean, can't. It's all be done, yeah. I think. I hope. <laughs> I hope so, too. I, uh, you know, I haven't been able to fly home and see my family in almost 18 months now, okay. you know, and I just, I just want all this shit to end. I want to like, my sister's getting married in October and it's like, man, I have to get there for my little sister's wedding or else yeah. I'm like an asshole older brother, yeah. you know? And then between that and fest and everything, I'm just fingers crossed that everything's kind of clear by autumn. Yeah. So, um, how was your upbringing and where you're from, uh, from America, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm from Colorado. Um, yeah, yeah I, I had a really, really good childhood. My parents were, they're still together and super supportive of my stupid lifestyle. You know, they, uh, <laughs> I used to always get like messages from my dad where he'd just be like, Oh, I'm getting drunk on my back patio and I'm listening to you. I'm listening to your band and you're my favorite band. So like, I've always been really pushed by them and encouraged to do whatever. I don't think they're super happy that I live in another country right now, but mm. you know, it was, it was a good upbringing. Uh, yeah. really uh, tight. Where, where was this? What town was this? Or, uh, what's, uh, town? Fort Collins, Colorado. Yeah. Um, uh, which where, is where all the gold is. Yeah. No, I mean, there's gold all over Colorado, but, uh, <laughs> isn't Fort Collins. Big, isn't, no, it's not Fort Collins. Where all the, the vault, uh, no, no, no. Fort Collins is, um, there's a university there. It's just a like stupid college hippie town kind of, uh, but I loved it. I mean, as far as a town to come up playing music into, I mean, the descendants moved to Fort Collins. Uh, so like when you grow up and you come of age in a bar where you could go like drink beers with all the descendants dudes. And then like right down the street from my house when I was, you know, once I left my parents' house, I lived right by this the blasting room. It's like a, pretty big recording studio in the punk scene, you know, like, uh, rise against hot water music, all these bands recorded alkaline trio. And so like, then whenever a big band would be recording in town, you know, the local little tiny bar would have these secret shows. So like I've seen Frank Turner, and hot water music, and yeah. a bunch of bands like that in like a room of like 20 people, you know? So poor call is poor call is really awesome for, for all of that. Uh, but it's a, it's a mountain hippie town, you know, it's hmm. marijuana is legal though. So that's always pretty cool. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, all the states are, do not agree on that, though. So <laughs> I know. I, you know who definitely doesn't agree is Munich. It's impossible here. But uh, you know, my uh, I, well, I won't say which family member, but I had a family member who took the risk and sent me a nice Christmas present this year, and I couldn't <laughs> believe it made it through German customs, like uh, <laughs> open up a bunch of stuff from Colorado, but. <laughs> yeah oh. so what uh, brought you to munich uh i was playing guitar and singing for my old band called arliss nancy and uh it was our last tour over here i met my wife and uh so me and her were like long distance for about a year and then one of us had to go somewhere and arliss nancy was just kind of breaking up i was just kind of living off of tour money. So like I would go out on tour and then come home. And uh, I figured if one of us had to go somewhere, she has a good job and insurance and the house and everything here. And so I, uh, I came here. It was kind of the, the better decision. And I haven't looked back. Pretty nice here. Yeah. Yeah. It's impossible, impossible to speak the language, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I was... How is it like to move to another country like that? Ah, oh, fucking crazy. I can't, I like, I, I still have a hard time wrapping my head around it. It's taken four years and I could, I could understand German. I can't speak it yet, but I could understand it. But it was literally four years of, I mean, it was pretty confusing the first two years. You know, you go, you go to the grocery store and the lady at the till just wants to talk and is like, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know what I'm agreeing to, you know. Like I just I, I learned, Yeah, yeah. And I just learned words like ja, genau, gerne, you know, and like people would be talking to me and I'd be like, right on, right on. But like fuck, I don't know In what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Those first two years here, I might have agreed with some crazy people on some yeah. crazy things, but it's like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so when uh when did you start up uh all this what year was that uh let's see we were doing i guess the very last show that we played was in 2017 uh and i mean there's still we never really broke up we just kind of um all moved away to different places our keyboard player in that band he he legitimately quit and we had like this rotating door of drummers. Uh, and I think me and the bass player were getting kind of tired of every tour would take like three weeks of practice to train a new drummer who like the last, the last couple of drummers all kind of did some questionable shit. Like when they were, when they were out on the road with us to where like, okay. it was like, well, you're fired and now let's find another one. And I think yeah. anybody who plays in a band knows that there's only like, I'm pretty certain there's like 50 drummers in the world and they play drums in every band, you know, like. You uh, should make a movie called D Drum and Drummer. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I, I tell my wife, it's like, if we ever have kids, they could do whatever they want, but they have to be a drummer because there's just not <laughs> enough, there's just not enough drummers in the world. But yeah, I think, I think we had gotten to the point with that band that we had gone through every drummer in our town and the three towns around us that like any drummer that was willing to go do tours and stuff. And we were, we toured so hard and so heavy for a couple of years that I think 
everybody was just getting a little burnout except for me, you know, like I was five years older than all those guys. And so when I was turning 30 years old, you know, and everybody goes a little crazy when they've turned 30 and I, and they were like, no, cause they were like 25 years old and they're like, stay with it. We're going to be a rock and roll band. And so it's like, fuck yeah. And so then when I'm older and they turn 30, they're like, Oh, my life's changing. I'm going to do all this other stuff. And it's like, well, I already, I sold my soul to this <laughs> devil. Like, yeah. like I, my life is this, this now. And so I don't know what they're doing anymore, but I'm still trying to grind and get out on the road as much as possible. So, yeah. so, um, when, uh, when did you start up the band? When was the first, uh, yeah. Uh, when did you form it? Yeah. That, oh, the, was it for? Arliss, Arliss Nancy, I yeah. think, uh, 2008 yeah 2008 i think and was that um, your first band too or i mean i had i did i it was the first band that i really started taking serious it was the first band that i started pushing out on the tours and yeah. uh trying to i mean i think everybody has like their band when they were 16 that you know plays a blink 182 song at a barbecue and thinks they're a band but yeah yeah i think uh <laughs> that was the first band that i was really 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 pushing yeah so so it was mm. uh very DIY in the start i guess or uh yeah yeah super yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it was back in the days i mean it was before iphones it was before uh before Facebook even. So yeah. like the first, the first tours, we actually had to do it like an old school band where it's like, okay, we're reading a, a paper map to get to the next town. You know, you can't just pull up GPS on your no. phone. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> and like, I, I remember booking tours through like MySpace and like somebody gave me like this other band uh, that had been out touring for a couple of years. They, they made like a spreadsheet of every venue promoter and everything. And they, they gave me that spreadsheet. And I just remember like that first tour, literally just sitting down at my, at my desk and like calling number after number and like, hi, is this whatever fucking bar in Montana? Like, can we play, you know, and then be like, well, we need to hear you. And it's like, okay, well I will put a CD in the mail. It'll be there in a week and I'll, I'll call you back. You know? So I guess those gigs paid, paid good money. Yeah, I, yeah. For a, I hope the crossfacer made it through the mail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think in those early days, there's like those things where it's like, oh, we went on tour. The first tour, you know, we it's like we lost five thousand, and then the next tour, it's like we lost three thousand. So there's like, yeah. I know we made two thousand if we yeah. did it. So, but yeah, it was you were driving yourself uh, around yeah. the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. U.S. And we made it into Canada a couple of times and okay. toured over in Europe. I think we did six European tours in that time. And yeah, it was all, it was all DIY self-booked kept just be, I mean, we self-recorded everything, self-booked it. I'm pretty proud of what we accomplished with it for yeah. the limited resources we have, you know? Yeah. But just flying a, flying in a band from uh, the U.S. to Europe is, uh, I guess, somewhat a cost. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I feel uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what where it takes us next. You know. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah. When when was the first Alice uh, album? 
Uh, we put out something right away. I mean, like we did a couple shitty, like really shitty EPs that like I would like package weird. And once we sold enough of these horrible EPs, I was able to afford like actually recording an album. Uh, so I think the first real album came out, I think in 2008, like in towards the end of 2008, we started right at the beginning of 2008. So, but yeah, we stayed busy with that for as long as we could went through a bunch of different members. I mean, that band has had, it had quite a few people in it. It might have more people in it yet. I mean, who knows what, (laughs) what the future holds with it. You are a vocalist and a guitar player. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Currently, uh, in Little Teeth, I'm playing bass. Okay. Um, Go I was, yeah. Yeah, I was, <laughs> uh, I was the guitarist in that band when we started. And then we had like a little conflict with the bass player in the band at the time. It wasn't like conflict. It was more like scheduling con- conflicts because he was in another band. And both bands were always fighting for the same shows. And then it would like just be one of those things where like, when two bands from the same town are playing the same festival on the other side of the country and then arguing over like which band gets to tour to the, fe- you know, it just got to be a pain in the ass. And so I just, I, I started playing bass just to move on as a three piece for a little bit. And then the pandemic hit and we've just been bouncing songs around in our home studios and working that way, but kind of stuck on the bass. So I like it though. It's pretty, yeah, pretty freaking, it's super fun. Instrument. It's the best yeah. instrument. I just, I just uh, got myself one of those Fender Mustangs, yeah. you know, so it's like oh, a shorter yeah. scale. So it's like mm. more like my Telecaster. And the thing, the thing is so fast. It's just like, oh, dang, this is so much fun. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah you I was, a long, longer scale. But yeah, well, I had one even, for a little, Even longer than normal. So do you really? Yeah. I couldn't do that. I mean, like, I hate when my, I, I feel like I'm, I have like not the best balance. So like if, if my arm is way out, my whole body kind of wants to like follow it down. So it's, um, when Hawken wants something that's long, you have to buy it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know how to handle a long, big fat bass. <laughs> I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> Maybe we should move on to the next beer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My yeah. glass is empty. Uh, I, I'm almost done with the uh, second uh, Budweiser. What was the next one? Was it um, Pauliner? If we had that, yep. that was a Munich beer. Yeah. So, what is your favorite kind of beer, Corey? Like my favorite beer in the whole entire world. Everybody makes fun of me for it, but Coors Light from america i mean it's brewed in colorado where i'm from so like just kind of grew up on it it was like some of the first beers that you know you steal out of your dad's garage where it's like i got a beer when i'm 12 but (laughs) i i love it it's cheap uh it's it's super light you know not a lot of calories like i feel like i gotten a little chunky since moving to europe because all the beers here are like eating a whole entire loaf of bread and in America, like a Coors Light is like a hundred calories and it's basically beer flavored water. But <laughs> the last, the last bear we're having Guinness is actually the lowest calorie bear you can buy. Is it really? Hold on. I gotta look. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's fucking bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so that is, only- that is the diet bear. I love, I like Guinness, but like, I only really like it. Like 
in autumn, autumn through winter. It's not, it's not really like a, Ooh, it's nice spring day. Let me have a Guinness, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but no, do you, I, uh, do you get the course no. uh, light in Germany as well? No, I, I have this, right? So I, uh, I <laughs> occasionally you can find it. They brew it in the UK and, uh, you can okay. find it from like the UK over here, but, I'm going to tell you, it's not the same because it doesn't use the Colorado water. That's like, yeah. that was Coors' whole thing where it's like brewed cold with Colorado mountain spring water, you know? And it's like <laughs> when they make it with pissy ass uh, UK water, you know, it just kind of tastes like something coming off of the channel ferry or something. Um, <laughs> but I, I love it. That Coors Light, I mean, it's so, anybody who really likes beer will talk shit on it, but I just call it, hillbilly gatorade because like oh. <laughs> you know you'll be like so hydrated like while you're drinking it but you're also still getting drunk so yeah it's pretty good people who really like beer admire the american lagers for the cleanness that they they manage to brew it's uh, yeah when when me and my wife first got together and she came to visit me for the first time in colorado and i was like uh, here i have a you know i met her at her hotel room with like a crate of cool light and she's like what is this and she like, and she tastes it. And she's like, it tastes like beer. And then now it's her favorite beer too, because it's like <laughs> they're very clean. They are like they're very light and clean. So that's the that's a difficult thing to do as a brewer. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you have to to make them like that, especially like like a Coors Light to have like the five percent alcohol, but still like not as many calories. Be so light. They have to. It's cold lagered. So like it takes like twice as long to make because it's hard to ferment something in the cold weather. So it's worth it. Whatever they do, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most of us brew beer, so we are familiar with this. Do you guys? Yeah. Cool. I showed you. Yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess you but guys you can only should. see one at a time. See, no, is my screen on your uh, oh, damn. phone. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I I only have two taps in my fridge, so yeah, I'm. Uh, it's twice the man you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I am. Yeah. I mean, I twice guess if, if if beers were five bucks a piece here, I'd probably be brewing my own too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, I can usually make it for probably half a euro. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's better than five. <laughs> yeah. Me and me and my dad, we we took a stab at brewing some beers for like a summer pretty fun it just a lot of work i mean in america when we were doing it it would be like well i could go to the liquor store and i could buy 24 beers for eight bucks or i can make 12 beers for 24 bucks you know and it's like okay i'll just <laughs> just throw in some sugar and you'll make up the alcohol no problem yeah <laughs> yeah okay so uh, the next beer we're testing is the Paulaner. 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 Yeah. Weiss beer. This is from Munich. Yep. Yeah. Also from Munich. That's uh, a fitting uh, beer. Oh, you have a can. Yeah, we, have a, we have a bottle. We have yeah. the, the, the Helles bottle size, uh, as far as oh, I yeah. remember them. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. yeah, I was looking for a bottle, but yeah, they only had it in cans today. So, 
This was Whatever. actually uh, they're inspired was... by Obama, and they're doing the yes we can. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's a silly joke. <laughs> <laughs> He yeah. just does that. Uh, you have yeah. to excuse him. <laughs> He's just a joke machine. Uh, but yeah, this was actually more than uh, five euros. Was it really for yeah. import fee, probably? Yeah. Yeah, about five euros. Yeah. Yeah. A bit more. Uh, like you were the the, Bud, the Budweiser was uh, a bit less. I think it was like three uh, three point five or something. Uh, okay. Euros. Okay. Yeah. But you have so, um, still expensive. But uh, you have the um, the American beers at the grocery store here is the most expensive beers. Oh, I could only imagine. Yeah, because it imports. What's the blue ribbon? Is that the one? Yeah, yeah. yeah perhaps, perhaps blue ribbon. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't taste and doesn't taste anything. But it costs like uh, like six euros for the zero point uh, three three. Yeah. God, that's insane. That's the worst beer. Like yeah. I, I, if you if you play in a touring band in America, you probably drank more more Paps Blue Ribbon than you would ever care to. Like every every venue is like, here's your two tickets for PBR, and yeah. it's like, can I? You know, I've, I've even had places be like, here's ten tickets for PBR, and it's like, I will give you all ten of these for like one Guinness or yeah. one of something else. I just can't do any more PBR. I never understood that beer. They won like a fucking blue ribbon. Like, in I, if you look at the can, it's like won a blue ribbon in eighteen hundred something, and it's like <laughs> you may have been the best beer like one hundred and fifty years ago, but you're certainly not anymore. They were the best when they were the only one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah monopolized it. Yeah, because yeah, that was my impression. You know, when I, I when I saw when I see that uh, brand on TV and stuff, it's always in a trailer park, and you know the whole. Uh, South Park did yeah. a little bit. Yeah, South Park and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, over here is the most expensive one. So <laughs> kind of contrasty. Um. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it. I, uh, you know, there's a punk rock festival in Florida every year called Fest, and PBR is the only beer there. And I can't tell you how many shows that I've played over here in Europe where the promoter is like super into Fest. And then the fact that they get an American band, they'll import this beer for us in Germany. And it's like, <laughs> dude, like of all things, this please, like fuck off, you know. And Germany is known for great beer, so they could just literally serve you whatever they. Have. Yeah, yeah, they'll be a, and the promoter be like, oh, perhaps I wanted you to have a nice evening of your hometown, so I got you PBR, and it's like, <laughs> oh, dude, gross. You were trying to get away from that. Yeah, like my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Next time you guys come over and tour uh, tour Europe, I found like a really good trick on like my second tour over here where every single village and town and everything brews their own beer, you know? Like you have, yeah. oh, welcome to whatever town and here's our beer. If you just insult it a little bit, they will like, if, if they're like, oh, what do you think of our local beer? And you're like, it's not so good. Then they'll be like, <laughs> You need to drink more. And yeah. you, can a, you, you can get a lot of beers out of it that way. That's a good trick. You'll like it if you drink some more. Okay, oh, I'll try, you know. Yeah. Just for maybe, you. I'll, yeah. Maybe the next Special one price. is better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, what do you think about this beer then, uh, guys? 
Well, what's uh, what what strikes me is um, how uh, and first off, just by the visual stuff, um, how similar it is to the Erdinger uh, Weisbär. Oh yeah, the, bo- yeah, yeah. the bottle and uh, the whole design thing. It's um, yeah. The only thing different is you see. Uh, does the bottle have the picture of the church on it? Uh, okay, no, you just have yeah. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah something so, in the background here. Yeah, that's a that's a Frauenkirche. That's a that's like a super important part of yeah, it's a church in the in the Munich skyline. It's like you their said, most you said Frauen, Frauen church, right? Frauen, Frauen yeah. I don't it's know. It's a sad what. church. Frau I think it's Frauen. <laughs> I don't know. My German is horrible. But yeah, I'm gonna call it a sad church. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um it's actually a cool church they have inside of it i'm sure it was just some drunk construction worker stepped in the concrete but but nobody nobody ever claimed that they did it because i'm sure they would have been murdered back then for like stepping in concrete in like 1100 ad but anyways now it's all in the in the myth that it's called the devil's footprint and oh. that that the devil came into this church and tried to step so hard with his foot, uh, yeah. step so hard with his foot that um, he fucking tried to destroy it. And all that's left is a church. Uh, he got yeah. d- distracted there. <laughs> yeah. Always distracted. <laughs> fucking computers, story. man. I only yeah. dropped off for a second. So I don't know what happened. Yeah. And you're back. And I'm back! <laughs> In black? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. But what do, you, yeah. What, do you, what do you guys think of this beer? It's good. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a typical... Hmm? Yeah, it's it's kind of a... I mean, it's a typical uh, wheat beer, as you <laughs> were trying to say, uh, Hakon. Um, but yeah, the... the um, Yeast flavor is kind of uh, nice on this one, mm. I think. I've never been the biggest fan of wheat beers. I'm uh, I'm easily grossed out by some stuff. So like, I don't know. Sometimes that like sediment at the bottom of the bottle, you know. Like, mm. I guess before I learned that you have to like swirl the bottle and then pour yeah. it and do all this stuff, you know. When I was like. 2021 20, i would just be like drinking them and then the very the very end you get like just some party. slime yeah some slime in your mouth yeah, yeah. and it's like mm, no thank you <laughs> I that'll, kind of that'll be the yeast of your worries the yeast <laughs> of my worries <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you see now why we have this guy with, uh, with, with uh, <laughs> it never gets boring <laughs> I, I kind of forgot to swirl the bottle you're supposed to do that every yeah you're, oh, yeah. you're pouring half of it and then you yeah you like pour half of it but i don't know uh, that's another thing i just don't like when there's oh. to about here and then oh. you, uh, it's swirl it, it around yeah it's actually uh, it's it says instruction to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's actually instruction on it how to do it i did see and i don't I don't like any beer that I have to have instruction on how to yeah. drink it. It's like, <laughs> you know, opening it is all the instruction you should need. Yeah. That, that's crossing a border to have instructions <laughs> yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I yes. kind of didn't expect there to be instructions on the bottle, so I didn't read it. So, <laughs> but yeah, we used yeah, to well, read the bottle after we poured it, so it gonna, wouldn't make any difference. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm gonna swirl it now. So yeah, maybe that. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, here in, here in Munich they do this stuff with this beer. They call it a, it's a Gorsmas. I have no idea what it means, but. You know, a moss is uh, that one liter yeah. cup of beer. Yeah. So a, a gorse moss will be Dunkelweiss beer, so like a dark yeah. wheat beer. Yeah. And then they pour cherry liquor and Coca-Cola in it. Oh, what? Wow. Yeah. It's yeah, actually... Rodlach. Yes, yeah. That would be in the same uh, street. It's in the same... Yeah, but it's a, I mean, because Radla is only, it's a beer watered down with lemonade. So it's only like 2.5% alcohol. Yeah. And a Gorsmas is like a dark white beer. So it's like already a little higher octane. And then they pour cherry <laughs> liquor in it. And then yeah. they pour, uh, I, I don't understand the cola, but it's actually pretty good. It's actually like, yeah. if you're a little hungover, like it'll bring you back to life. <laughs> I guess it's kind of uh, refreshing. Yeah, yeah. With the cherry and uh, coke. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's kind of like a, I don't know, almost makes it more like a dessert or something. Like a, mm. I don't know. Sometimes I also just don't understand why people fuck with beers all the time. It's like, man, just it's a beer. <laughs> you don't have to pour <laughs> stuff in it. Just drink it. <laughs> just drink it. It's free. Just drink it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's good. This one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not too uh, uh, wheaty, you know, the banana taste and stuff. It could be, sometimes it can be a bit too much. Yeah. Some of them. But, uh, I, th I think the Erdinger one has more uh, banana aftertaste, doesn't it? Like uh, banana flavor hmm? This is quite, quite much, quite a lot, uh, quite a good... Viceberry in that sense that it brings the yeast out a lot. But Erdinger might be yeah. a bit more, yeah. I can't, I can't remember, remember if I'm, I've ever tasted Erdinger actually. Oh, what? I, yeah, long time, long time ago. Yeah, what is uh, what is what is like shipping to uh, to Norway? Like, I, are you are you, do you guys have like laws against if I were to mail you guys beers, so you guys can like yeah. Try some yeah, of these. Is there a law against it, or no? But we, if you say it's beer, we have to pay the alcohol taxes and everything on it. So, but if I sent you like olive oil or yeah. no, just <laughs> yeah. send, send us send us glass. Okay, that's, that's yeah. the best way of uh, and and you also have to send it as a gift. Okay, see, this is all important. <laughs> yeah. I once uh, yeah. ordered a bottle of thirty-two uh, percent beer from Scotland, and they just put glass on it, and that was from the brewery. So, <laughs> so brilliant! It made it, yeah, and that made it through fine. Okay, so glass is the, what you need to write on it. I don't think, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine a postal worker caring enough to be like, "Oh, I think it's a beer. Let me be a narc," <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> Especially nowadays, uh, I think the here in Norway. Uh, the postal uh, services, uh, I think they've grown like in like eighty percent or something because everybody orders shit online instead of going to stores to buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a real. They they have a lot to do. 
they've been uh, they've been late for the pickup all year. Like it's they have they always yeah. We have we yeah, have but, mail pickup where I work and they they're late every day. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, I think the whole world, especially in the pandemic. I mean, I hate to say it, I myself have ordered more stuff than I'd like to like in a pandemic, but like it's kind of like man, I just need I don't know headphones or something, and it's like. I could either go ride the subway for an hour and go to a packed store in the middle of a pandemic, or I don't know, just go to that same store's website and set my house the next day. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, your uh, resident is uh, a bit out of town, I assume, then, or? No, it's just fucking hard to get anywhere. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, yeah, like <laughs> it's like a, your English. <laughs> it's like a ten minute. It's like a ten minute walk to get to a subway and then oh. we're like uh, we're not on the we're just we're not in the center of town you know we're in a cool neighborhood uh but it's definitely not the center of town and like anything that you want to buy they packed into like this little district that it's a ways to get there and if you, unless you needed to go do like some shopping there's no reason to ever go to that district it's such like a touristy like Mm. leave it alone yeah but ha have you been around in germany uh like seeing other towns yeah yeah quite a bit uh between you know arliss nancy we did a bunch of touring here and then i play in a band with my wife too called dollars for deadbeats um and we we go out and try to do as many weekends and stuff as possible with that band and then also with little teeth and then just kind of traveling and exploring a little bit too. Like we have seen quite a bit of Germany, you know, and what is crazy. And I, I think a lot of people don't really understand is like the language is so much more impossible than anybody realizes because like here <laughs> I, I'm in Bavaria, you know, and all the people up North are like, Oh, you speak like a Bavarian dog. And it's like, I'm, I'm trying to learn German, but apparently I'm learning, <laughs> like I'm learning like, the horrible accent of German. And then I go, and everywhere else they're like, Oh God, you, <laughs> oh, you talk like trash, you know, like everybody just, you know, it's impossible. Like my wife was explaining, I was like, what does this say? And she's like, Oh, that's, that's Irish for this. And it's like, that means it's literally gibberish, you know, like, and I, I just, it's impossible. When you're, when you're living in an area that's been conquered over and over and over. And over and over and over, it yeah. Me, it will be like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, like just recently we were out at my mother-in-law's house and uh, she was like, oh, let's jump in the car. And we drove like 20 minutes and we like were in the ruins of some ancient Roman bathhouse from before Christ, you know, and it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's, uh, uh, yeah, that I guess, you know, and it just looks like, the Bavarian countryside. It's like a cornfield and then ancient Roman ruins. And it's like, okay, well, Germany's wild. <laughs> But I guess Norway's the same way, huh? I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some there's more... Uh, more the nature stuff, uh, you know, the yeah. mountains and the fjords and uh, all of this uh, scenery. Yeah. You can occasionally find an old Viking ship buried somewhere, and that's uh, mostly it. <laughs> Yeah, and I've always wanted to make it over there. It's well, so want, beautiful. You don't want to get the beer here, though. Yeah, maybe I'll just I, like. I, then you have to uh, ask Hawkon to be sucking on one of his taps. 
<laughs> so if 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 beer is super expensive there, then uh, yeah. is like hard alcohol cheaper or is no, all alcohol? No, no, no. no. But it's very expensive. expensive, very expensive alcohol. Like very expensive alcohol is cheap because it's all government regulated. Okay. So the 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 profit is all like limited. So if you go up to over several thousand, if you go up, so rich, rich people thousand, benefit from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're very rich, it's cheap. Okay, that's how it works for rich people everywhere. If it's rich, you don't have to spend a lot of money. <laughs> that's Let, weird. Let's how say, that's let's say the, um, <laughs> the whiskey we prefer, like the more expensive of expense, kind of expensive Scottish whiskey, is cheaper here probably than in Germany. Okay. They that's crazy. That's one of the... Uh, all back and stuff. Yeah, what kind of whiskey do you guys like? The most smoky ones. Yeah. Lafroig. Peated one. Lafroy, Taliska, Alberg, all of these very, but but those ones are quite cheap in Norway compared to other places. But then again, they are expensive to begin with. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when I was in America, all of those were more expensive in America. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You could also buy the shitty cheap Everclear, and then it did. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, but you yeah. like I said. <laughs> I judge all my drinks by how I feel the next day. And like Everclear is not a good next day. No, no, that's like corn over here. Like in Germany, they have this shit called corn or like it's called uh Bauerdank, farmers thank you, you know, and it's literally like I mean you could I think you could like clean pistons in an engine with the stuff, you know. It's like <laughs> yeah. uh, but but Corey, what whiskeys do you like? Oh man, I uh, I drank so much whiskey when I was like younger. I haven't been drinking a lot of it lately. Uh, uh, I can't hear that from your records. I know, right? Your lyrics. Uh, <laughs> but I, uh, I mean, I drank enough. I drank enough Jameson to drown a horse in my lifetime. Um, anymore, if I if I'm gonna drink it, I like. You ever have Blanton's? I think it's more of a Scotch whiskey. Um, it's got like a little horse on the bottle. It's normally pretty expensive, but if I feel like drinking whiskey, I'll treat myself to either that or the cheapest shit I could fucking find. <laughs> like, uh, I think I, I think I just finished a bottle with something called like Kentucky Goldmaster or some you know uh, German names on stuff. But yeah. it wasn't horrible. I mean, I didn't have a hangover, but yeah, we were talking about. Uh... Yeah, whiskey and uh, some of the lyrics. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah, I drank a lot of whiskey for a lot of years. I think it was until, I mean, I'm 36 now. Uh, okay. Yeah, and up until I was about 32, whiskey was kind of my drink of choice. So, so that was so, when you moved to Germany, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 like right yeah. before I moved to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Did, 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 did the hangover made you move or uh, something you did on whiskey? And just, I just I, I, I just flee the country, kind of. <laughs> it's not anything. I, yeah, we came no. to whiskey to stay in America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just uh, I got to that point with whiskey where it would be like one of three things at the end of the night. Either I'd be like pissed and wanting to like fight about something, or like. <laughs> Or I'd be like sobbing and crying because, oh, woe is me, crying my beer, sort of like country song. Uh, or I'd be like the most fun person in the world. But like, uh, <laughs> it was kind of like a 30% chance that I'd have a good time and a 60% chance that I'd be crying or an asshole. And so like, I just, when I got married, I kind of thought like, maybe my wife doesn't deserve seeing that. There's a 10% difference there. 
September. Well, I know there's a little flex room, you know. <laughs> I mean, there's a ten. Okay, well then there's also a ten percent chance I'm gonna vomit everywhere. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, uh, your yeah, band, like, uh, Little Teeth. That, what about it? Uh, you started it when you came to Munich. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. What's uh, that in comparison to? To being in a band in in the U.S. Well, it's basically a it's basically an American band. I mean, I lucked out uh, when I was touring in Arliss Nancy. I met kind of like you you cross paths with other bands that are out touring all the time, you know. And I I met this kid, and he was like, "Damn, this kid is like my best friend." But he lived in Chicago, and I lived in Colorado, and like we would see each other at like random festivals through the year or jump on the same show somewhere. And he ended up getting a job moving to Munich. And then okay. I got, I got here a year later. So I, it was weird because it was kind of like for completely different reasons. I moved to the same town with who was basically like my best friend from touring, like out of all other bands and all other bands I met, this one guy was just like the person I would text when we were home, we would call each other and talk and yeah, we ended up in the same town. So we uh, we were both from the same scene and everything. So we started uh, hanging out with guitars just to kind of like bitch about being an expat, you know, where it's like, oh, it's so hard being in another country. And so <laughs> yeah. some of the some of the songs just started sounding pretty good. So we uh, we found our yeah. drummer basically on like eBay Kleinenzaga. We found our drummer like online. Like I never met him before, but it ended up being that he also, we have a lot of friends who like Matsu Rossi and he was in an old band with him and it was kind of crazy. It just all kind of fell together really easy, but for all intents and purposes, I think, I do think of Little Teeth as an American band that just kind of is living in Munich as yeah. opposed to like a German band. It sounds very like American rock and roll. Uh, yeah. Not so much German uh. <laughs> yeah yeah well and i mean at least we don't sing with the german accent so <laughs> oh that would be funny if you did a parody once just yeah <laughs> yeah you, you know the, the disc two part you know the double yeah. album with the same tracks with just the the drunk yeah. german accents yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 i'd buy that yeah okay, and I would well. like it. arnold schwarzenegger you know that would be yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. little yeah. teeth yeah when when did that album uh release again uh, uh man i feel like it was like last year but i mean there was a pandemic last year so it came out uh october of 2019 yeah it's and it's called redefining home right yeah yeah because that was uh you know it's all it's kind of a it's kind of like the rock opera of me moving to europe you know it kind of like even the songs in the order that they are, it's like from right before to meeting my wife, to moving, moving to Europe, to travel around with her. And yeah. It's, you know, it just seemed like a fitting title, but it's basically a story. And now the guitarist of little teeth is moving back to America. So I think, oh. yeah, he, uh, his job sending him back for something. So now we're gonna we're gonna spend the next two months trying to re-record the whole album acoustic and call it deconstructing home. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we've all listened to uh, that one uh, yeah, leading, up, leading up to this uh, conversation. Well, I to all of the the, all, uh, the other. <laughs> yeah. Other awesome. As well. Yeah. Uh, I'm bad with names. So um, it's a lot yeah. of good songs. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We we discussed. Uh, redefining home before you joined the the chat and we all agreed that there's not a bad song on that album really thank you <laughs> i personally hate that pillowcases song like i fucking hate it i uh <laughs> okay but I'm just to be a dick i have to say it. it's it's several no, no. <laughs> yeah i know yeah yeah <laughs> okay no they're all good they're all really good songs so no uh that pillowcases song i like it but I mean, we were just listening to so much Jawbreaker at the time that, like, it just, uh, I don't know, has, like, uh, to me, it sounds like a Jawbreaker song in some spots. And it just wasn't my favorite on all of them. But, you know, now, since then, we've written a lot of songs that I hate even more. So now I kind of <laughs> like it. <laughs> well, it's um, kind of a step up uh, in production-wise with that album. Yeah. Do you agree? We, uh, yeah, we uh, we really... We started working with a studio here in Munich called The Engine. And, uh, you know, when you start working with somebody musically and they really, they just understand you, like it's very hard sometimes to find like a, a kid who has the production skills and desire and everything. But me and this kid named, his name's Jacob Brown. Uh, I, I say kid, he's like 42. So he's, he's not a kid, uh, but me and, me and him just really clicked and it was really easy working with him and with Jason. I mean, I think part of it is everybody in the band was, I'm the worst person in the band, you know, like the other <laughs> musicians are like really talented. Uh, and everybody was on the same page and the producer was on the same page. Like the, the person who was doing the mix and the master, like it just clicked with him right away. Like he was like, what, what's a reference album, you know? And I was like, well, you know, white crosses by against me you know he just threw a couple things at him and he was like okay and then he came and saw a couple live shows and was just really right on board and i think a lot of that comes from that i mean he just really knocked it out of the park when it came to like mixing it and mastering it and getting everything yeah that's uh, really important yeah i've worked with some fucking people the very last artless nancy record dude that kid was like you know, I don't care. He could, even if he listens to this, like, that kid was so on fucking meth. Like, <laughs> and like, it would be like in the middle of recording a vocal take, I would look over and he wouldn't even be running the board. He'd be like mixing some DJ techno thing that he was doing on the side on it. Like, what? and then like, when it came down to like the final mix and everything, he just like, I don't know what he did with that record. Like I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that record in the end, but uh, he fucked it up so bad. I mean, there was like two weeks when he, he sent us this album and he's like, it's all done, mixed and mastered. What do you think? And it was like unlistenable where like he had put like... <laughs> he forgot he put, the metronome? Yeah, and he, he had put like... <laughs> He'd put like, yeah, I have the methronome. Yeah, he didn't he didn't do his meth right. Yeah. But he had been like the vocals from one song were on another song and all this shit. Oh, yeah. And it was just like uh, it was like, dude, like I don't know what you did. And like that was kind of when I was like, I need to learn to record myself. You know, like I, yeah, yeah. I need to 
but yeah, so I don't know what he's doing these days, but uh, wherever that kid is, I hope he's found a way to clean up because I, he, yeah, it was impossible to record with somebody like that. You know, and then the other, the other two artists records were all done by the guitarist of the band, but he also worked at a very professional studio. Like he had recorded, I don't know if you guys are, there's a guy named Cracker. He's like kind of alt country music in America. He's pretty big, but he, he did all that stuff. And then in the meantime, he was like the bass tech for NERD and Pharrell Williams and traveled the world, like playing bass professionally. And okay. He was in the band and he was a great producer. And then he quit the band and we went to this other dude and he dropped the ball. And so I was so happy to get with a good, with somebody who was on the same page. Yeah. I have to agree. At least um, the master uh, that's on Spotify of uh, the latest Alice uh, album. That's, it sounds kind of weird, but there's, uh, there's some great songs there. So they, you, shine, yeah. they shine through. Absolutely. Yeah, that was I, just, have to I mean, say. we had lost the guitar player, the lead guitar player, and then the studio guy fucked everything up. And then uh, part of that was we were we were recording the album, and then Gunner Records, who put out the album, was like, "Hey, I need the album." And it was like, <laughs> "We know you need the album." And then it was like, "Okay, but if you get it to me by this day, we were supposed to go on tour to open for Mumford and Sons across all of Europe." You know, which was that's a big like gig, arenas and stuff, you know. And uh, so um, we sent him where the record was at. And the promoter was like, yep, everything is all good. We're going to do it. We love the record. And I was like, I hate the record. You know, I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not I'm not really happy with the record. I would like I would like another two months. And the promoter was like, no, we need it now. If, it, if you guys get it in production now, you guys are on this tour. You're going to open it. And like enough to the point that we had like, all the literature that a promoter sends, like your drive times and everything for this Mumford and Sons tour, you know? And he's like, okay, well, I'm not super happy with the record, but this is a big tour and this could change my future. And then like a week before tour, Mumford and Sons canceled the tour. (laughs) And so like, (laughs) I got tricked into pushing out an album I wasn't 100% on. Mumford and Sons canceled tour. The label still like limped the tour together. And like, we came over and like, I thought it was such a failure, but I met my wife on that tour. Yeah. So like, yeah. it was not, not all bad, but. It was, uh, meant, it was meant to be. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was definitely. <laughs> <Not> to be. <laughs> I was definitely pissed for a little bit about that whole record, you know? And I think that kind of contributed to, I think everybody in the band was a little frustrated about how all that went down and that kind of. Well, well, was all not, leading it, it. It's not that bad. It's not. Uh, it's just not. It's not at the same value. I mean, if you listen to the, well, the two before that, the songs are uh, the best songs on that record. Are they do shine through? I think. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's uh, some. I guess some of my favorite Alice Nancy songs are on that record, actually. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, some of them at least. Yeah, I mean, it was it was cool because it. I mean, it did come out a little more punk rock, which I kind of think it was like the stepping stone for me from Arliss into Little Teeth, yeah. where it's yeah, just kind of yeah. like, okay, we're gonna slowly it, it, step down. It's getting a little a bit harder, isn't it? You know, uh, yeah, uh, in uh, yeah, what you call it, in intensity and uh, yeah, 
more more social distortion or more uh yeah power chords or yeah 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 it's just just like a little bit more punk rock and yeah. a little less i mean i think if you put a keyboard on it it might sound like artless but like <laughs> uh you know i me and jason really wanted to keep it just really upbeat and positive and yeah. i feel like there's so much negative music out in the world like so many there's so many people they just whine and <laughs> I mean like I yeah, our, our black metal is positive very yeah. positive black metal. <laughs> oh yeah I'm sure super positive it's all about like puppies and sunshine and yeah. stuff and, and the expensive beer yeah but yeah no so we wanted to just keep it different you know and so I think part of that is we stayed away from minor chords and Definitely stayed away from fucking keyboards. Um, That's a good thing as a musician these days. Stay away from minors. Yeah. yeah. Good. Uh, and with that, we'll grab the next beer. Yeah. I actually all um, <laughs> of that advice, though. I was just thinking yeah. about that the other day because, like, Ryan Adams put out a new single, and I, I used to love Ryan Adams. And I was like, nope, I can't. I had to, like, deactivate Ryan Adams from my Spotify since he had all that Doesn't minor women stuff. Does that hmm? bother you? What? The Ryan Adams stuff. Yeah, yeah, super. Yeah, I, super um, I mean, I can isolate the, the music from the artist, uh, luckily. Because, yeah, we're uh, black metal guys, so there's a lot of <laughs> shitty things uh, <laughs> being, being yeah. done by, by our peers. So uh, if if we hadn't had that quality, I guess we couldn't yeah, no, do I, what we I, do. <laughs> I think it's, it, for me it was a little different, especially with with the Ryan Adams thing, just because of, uh, I mean, if, it'd be one thing, like if he didn't just sing about like love and all this stuff all the time, you know, like he sings about love and then he's doing that shit underneath it. You know, uh, uh, it, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like, it's kind of like, Oh, you're just a fucking liar. So not only are you a creep and a shitty human being, but your songs are lies. And it's just kind of like, okay. Oh, yeah. oh. It's easier when the songs are about death and destruction anyway. So yeah. 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 <laughs> Like oh, another target, but yeah, no, I, I also, I just think he, uh, he abuses power and like, yeah, bum, bummer. I mean, he was my, he was literally one of my favorites, and I just I refuse to listen to him now. But it's kind of cool because then it just makes room for other people to, yeah. you know, go out, bring some of these old, uh, old year-round giggers away. You know, like if they're all Katie did list on it, open up the back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's so many like awesome, talented bands out there right now that aren't creepy assholes. So it's like, yeah. okay, let's let's take let's take the platform away from these creepy assholes and let's uh, give it to these people who aren't creepy assholes. Mm. Get some more of the old school metalheads to raid the Capitol, and we can probably get an American gig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What other uh, what other bands have you guys Fret, interviewed yeah. on? Oh, uh, we're kind of uh, fresh. Uh, yeah. yeah so had, uh, yeah, yeah. We had Hendrik's uh, uh, brother plays in uh, famous Norwegian bands, so we had him on. What band? Uh, Torque, you heard of? Probably. Nope, I only know Kvelatak. <laughs> <laughs> Kvelatak, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, Tokyo had uh, had some weird business in uh, Germany, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's not get into that. They provoked a, they they provoked the wrong thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck. I won't ask. I, fuck. I started the beer. I have to wait. 
<laughs> so I, uh, unfortunately, I had a nice beer stein set out for like these beers. And I don't know what my wife's doing, but I think she stole it and squirreled away. So I'm going to drink a Guinness out of a cupcake <laughs> cup. Uh, <laughs> oh, I approve. <laughs> Looks great. Yeah, yeah. So this is this will be a reference to all over my steelungs. Yeah, but um, yeah. but is your beer like zero point four four, or is it a full uh, half a liter? zero point four four. Ah, we're getting scammed online. I know. I does <laughs> right. Why was yours also point four four? Yeah, 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 yeah. Always still shit. Yeah, which is weird because I was drinking Guinness two weeks ago, uh, and I was at the supermarket, and they were. Point fives, and I don't know why the fuck it's a point four now, but because yeah, the, and it's not even the can new... look looks the same, and you're gonna be uh, when you don't have some uh, reference, you're gonna think it's a half a liter. And it's the display. It, it, it usually sits next to other cans, so it's easy to spot. It's probably the displacement from that fucking little ball inside of here. Oh, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, uh, at it our. Um, it is actually smaller. Yeah, the most most expensive beers are usually like that, and they take the same price or higher. You know, the more kind of micro. Oh yeah, because it, uh, it's crafty to like get yeah, it in the smaller. Yeah. The same, the same with like I, I'm a vegetarian. My wife's vegan, and it, you go to places and it's like, can I get this thing without meat? And they're like, yeah, that'll be two dollars extra. And it's like, <laughs> but you're leaving it off because they know? have to clean the whole kitchen for it to be without. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They have to hire some guy to pick out all the meat uh, balls <laughs> from you. <laughs> just, just some guy in the back. The guy that hates pineapple and pizza. He has been hired to pick meat out of. <laughs> <laughs> He's like Jabba the Hutt. It's yeah. like uh, sausage. Now my bear fucking spilled. On your steel lungs? That's alcohol <laughs> abuse. No. Yeah. I won't tolerate that. Uh, We oh, look at that. My I get the foam up there to where it looks like the cupcake is frosted now. Well, um, yeah, it looks like a smoothie to me. <laughs> <laughs> with with uh, with the, you know, the pink glass thing. Yeah. And yeah. the black uh, inside stuff. So it's, <laughs> it's a fermented malt smoothie. Yeah, it's so stupid. I, uh, <laughs> not the easiest cup to pour, a, to get a good pour into. Oh, this... Uh, Oh, see, look at that. That looks nice. This looks like a fucking cupcake still. The right. <laughs> Hansa. Suansa. It's a German. Uh, oh, that's the, a German. From back thing, in yeah. the day. From back. Yeah. You know Hansa? Yeah, well, I know. Hansa. Uh, like, no. Yeah. no, I don't know. I, I just know like uh, the, the address for like one of my favorite clubs here. Everybody just calls it Hansa. Mm. Uh, yeah. I I don't really, <laughs> but uh, yeah, German uh, people were uh, in Bergen uh, where we are uh, traders. Um, yeah, most. trader stuff uh, back in the day in uh, like sixteen uh, hundreds or something. Okay. So, um, Hansa is uh, our local brewery. And local. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah mm. references now I got uh, Guinness all over my uh, pants Steelungs Steelungs uh, yes yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
We have to keep the inter the references between podcasts so people will continue listening. <laughs> yeah, we need uh, we need uh, to use the same slurs to get uh, something printed on a shirt slur. and sell it. <laughs> yeah. Helux uh, isn't a slur. Uh, I guess, <laughs> guess Stilongs is like uh, you know lo- long underwear. Yeah, <laughs> long thermal underwear. Long johns. That's what they call yeah, them. Yeah, long yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh. Uh, one of well, our uh, initial episodes was uh, me opening a beer and spilling Shante. it all over myself. Cheers. That's per- that's perfect. That's what I do yes. like most of the time. <laughs> I just tell people I'm drinking through osmosis. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you guys have uh, presented the beer, right? No. Nope. I was on no. the toilet. No. No. Okay. We have, we have been waiting for your. Uh, Noobs. We are so uh, genius that we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, what so, a genius. Uh, the next beer we're drinking is a Guinness, just a standard dry stout. Just a bit smaller than every beer. have taste. It's a good beer. It is a good beer. Did it, you guys all got cans, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever... Have you guys ever ripped one of these things open to see what yeah, that is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of, of course. course. Of course. Yeah, everybody. I think I had. <laughs> yeah. But have you ever played ping pong with the uh, insides? <laughs> no, but <laughs> insides now? of what? Oh, oh, of oh, who? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 guys! That's the original beer pong. It's <laughs> it comes with a fucking can. <laughs> This this, this yeah. is because it's like, ready. some Irish people won beer pong permanently <laughs> yeah. like a couple hundred years ago, and they're like the ball, the ball stays in the beer. Yeah. Where's the ball? Where's the ball? The ball's already yeah. in the beer. Drink up. Yeah. Mine, yeah. Hash, mine hashtag blown. Yeah, just so Irish. Yeah, the, the whole Irish culture is like, oh, the ping pong ball is in my beer. I guess I got a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody scored. <laughs> yeah. yeah third bear um, third. Um, amateur getting there third um, bear to, to <laughs> quote our last guest uh, it's it's allowed to be a bit silly when it's when we're on the third bear yeah <laughs> yeah that's perfect <laughs> oh. so we've tasted all the three beers we had for this episode do anyone want to I don't think we have to talk anything about Guinness because every, I guess everyone knows what it is. So uh, do anyone want to start? I don't know if Simon has um, talked to you about this, uh, Corey, but we we have like this uh, top three. So you, you rate the bears from okay. what you like the best to what you like the least. Uh, I guess I guess they uh, do this thing in Germany in sports. You know, you have a gold, <laughs> silver, and bronze medal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, probably in the states as well. That's a total foreign concept. Uh, wait, wait. So you're saying that it's a competition, and one wins first place. Yeah, yeah. And one wins like last place. But what happens to the one in the middle? It wins second. Uh, second place. They are in purgatory. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Yeah, I would say, I mean, I was a little prejudiced going into this, but the Budweiser was my favorite. I give that, I give that my fave. I mean, but it's also springtime here. It's been sunny as fuck out all day today. So, like, Budweiser is kind of a springtime 
sunny beer. I mean, I bet if, if this was like, you know, last November or something, I might be like, Oh no, I'm super into the Guinness more, but oh, hold on. Computer just died again. Clap. Gotcha. <laughs> Clap. Oh wait, no. <laughs> ah, third beer guys. Yeah. Uh, gotta clap three times. <laughs> is this Eric Clapton coming is on? It, ah, it is Eric Clapton. <laughs> Eric Clapton. <laughs> Metal Corey on Eric Clapton. <laughs> you it haven't is. heard that joke before, have you? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting professional at clapping now. All right. Get some practice. I'm clapping. Now you're saying I guess I've also I think I yeah. And I I think the main thing is that I've never tried to record a track that is like this long. <laughs> okay. 90 minutes? Yeah. That's like perfect doom metal. Yeah, dude, for real. Like this is like a fucking <laughs> Sun O song right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a per perfect intro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is like when you know when the lead in goes on to the fourth record. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, Corey, you had Budweiser on first place. Yeah. What on what is on the second place? I'm going to go with Guinness because Guinness is always consistent. If you ever want a Guinness, it's always tastes like a Guinness. They do such a good job with the canning with like the little widget in there that you get yeah. a good pour and you get like that Guinness foam that's supposed to yeah. settle like a Guinness is always a Guinness and is always good. And like as much as I like a wheat beer every now and again. A wheat beer is even more occasional than a Guinness to me, but like I still, even when I fancy a wheat beer, I never really enjoy it. It's never like, oh, fuck yeah, a wheat beer. You know, normally it's kind of like, mm. it's like a punishment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. when you, when you, I must it, say uh, that uh, mm. um, I actually, I think I enjoy, um, like Belgian wheat beers more than German ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm uh, getting executed now, but uh, yeah. not by me. I I think uh, you like you ever drink Duvel or something like that in Belgium? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's dangerous. That's not a wheat beer, but that is very dangerous. That's very yeah. dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Belgian beers are pretty dangerous because they're so easy drinkable and still very strong in alcohol <laughs> yeah i played a i played brack rock uh two years ago you know it's a belgian festival and the wristband got you unlimited beer however much you want whatever you want for like four days and it was just like okay by the by like the third by the fourth day i was like can i have a lemonade please i can't i can't do it I, like, no yeah yeah no <laughs> I, I remember that from uh, we uh, we went to Vakken in uh, 2009. Okay. And uh, of course, got super hangover. Uh, um, I went into the kind of the um, uh, yeah the the area where the the crowd area, you know, where out from the camps and into the um, concert area. Yeah, concert area. Sorry. Uh, and uh, you go to the bar there, and they don't actually have allowance to sell you anything without alcohol. <laughs> it's what? impossible to get a bottle of water. 
and it's no, 40, 40 you degrees. Do, you do know the lie fact that you order something with ice in it and pour out the rest, right? I was uh, <laughs> low on everything there. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, they, they couldn't, couldn't give me water. They were, they were not allowed. <laughs> I, can give you, I can give you like 95% water. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, there, there were also guys like walking around in the crowds with uh, a Jägermeister rucksack. You know, it was a large thing with oh, gross. A, a, a tap thing that he kind of <laughs> gave out to whoever could give yeah. the euro or whatever. Oh, but uh, a, Man, glass I water, a glass of water? Uh, no, can't do. Glass of water? I, I couldn't do that shit at all. Yeah. I once uh, I uh, was working on a festival, and then when it was over, it was like a a party for everyone working there. And as long as I played a couple of songs on stage, I got all I wanted to drink. See, uh, that's like the most perfect. Uh, both, <laughs> uh, both, uh, you know, beer and also booze in general. And then I asked the bartender, like, uh, could you, can I get a glass of water? And he was like, no, but you can get a glass of beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, can I get a glass? And he was like, yeah, sure. And then I had to get water myself. <laughs> I was hanging over the bar disc and, and you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. pouring myself Try. water because he wouldn't give me water. <laughs> And he was saying, what are you doing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Right. Yeah. But we would need to rate the beers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Corey is finished, but uh, Jan? Oh, um, man. I, I'm i a sucker for dark beer. So I think uh, Guinness might be my... Uh, I give give it my gold gold medal. And I think yeah. the pol uh Polan Pol Polan That's it. Uh we'll get my silver. I don't know uh, you know Pilsner like the Budweiser, which gets my bronze medal third place. You know, it's uh you know it's good, but it's it's just a pilsner. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a pilsner. I don't know. I like more um, flavor. You flavor. like you what? What I have uh, noticed is that you like a lot of uh, darker beers and, and <clears throat> a bit of more malt flavor. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hokon. Yeah, I would. Um, I'll put a Guinness on top, and then I will put the. Check bud on the second, and then I'll put a Paul Liner, Paul Paul Honor on um, third, and then unfortunately the American Budweiser is lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were the only one that had that one. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, you found American Budweiser? Yeah. yeah well, it's uh, yeah, it says. Uh, Says, yeah, but it's probably yeah, uh, contracted, it is. isn't it? Oh, so, uh, licensed. Yeah, yeah, licensed and rude, made but... by Heineken, I guess. Okay. That doesn't matter. The They're all good brewers, and they yeah, treat it's... the water and make it the same. So it doesn't matter. But it's um, 
Yeah, it was a bit bit too light. So it would be good if I'm very thirsty, but uh, I wouldn't say no to one. That is, it's, yeah, 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 right. It's, I mean, uh, it's uh, <laughs> but the other ones are better. And and when you're used to drinking a lot of very flavorful beer, Guinness is quite quaffable. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Guinness is like cream soda of beer. You know, it's like it is. It's very. It's more. It's more of a texture than it is of uh, anything. Like it's smooth going down your throat. It's like really. It's like a blanket for your tongue. Yeah, it is. People (laughs) always say that it's so thick and so all of so dark and all this, but it's not. It's really light and it's really easily drinkable. And I don't. I don't get this. Oh, you could put a spoon in it and it would stand in the middle. No, it wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like very light. It's a lot of people in Norway that says that uh, a Guinness Mm. it's it's like a a heavy drinkable beer, but I I, I think it's it's like water but thicker, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Burnt water. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so I'm sorry you don't like uh, you know like yeah, it might be a little thicker, but like I mean, you know what is like worse and not thick no beer i would rather have a thick beer than no beer you know yeah yeah i agree that could go for other things as well but yeah 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 Uh, simon what was uh, your favorite and least favorite beer i think this is kind of um the day uh the 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 mood of the day kind of uh uh yeah, I, I would agree on that. So it's um, it's actually the Guinness on the top and Budweiser in the middle and uh, the Weiss beer, uh, which I won't start uh, to uh, drink, to uh, pronounce, because we have all failed miserably. All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the Weiss beer on uh, third. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's I think so wise, this beer. I think it uh, could be different on on another day. That's how I always feel. Yeah. Like like tomorrow might be completely different. I mean, yeah. and also depending on the time you start drinking. You know, like we started at seven o'clock, and that's dope. That's fun. That's cool. But like, if we had started at nine o'clock, maybe a different beer would have been like the choice. You know, like yeah, yeah. Diff- no, three three o'clock. Then then Bud would have won. Oh damn straight, but would have won. Yeah. But like, <laughs> you know, and if it if it were like ten o'clock in the morning, I'm sure the white beer would have won. You know, but that's why I think Guinness is a nice, solid second place yeah. all around for me. Like, regardless of when we would have drank these. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. my picks, I <laughs> I have uh, I I think this this is the hardest one yet to actually rate. Oh, they're very close. Yeah. Very, very close, but I'm, all, all I'm going uh, uh, another direction than all of you. So I'm actually putting Guinness on bottom. Okay. And then... <laughs> Is that so you lot... can drink two beers at the same time? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> yeah, and then the po- Polar and then Bud, actually. But I, I, My went, man. In, yeah. I, I went into <laughs> this and... and thought that okay the bud one is going to taste water that's going to be a uh not 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 a good bear at all i that was my impression before we actually tasted this so for me i will assure you that that would have been the case if we had the american bud yeah 
because that yeah. was what I uh, was expecting. Mm. So, but yeah. Corey, Corey did a good job selling it in to us because he was the first one who uh, was talking about it and uh, had some mm. good words. So we kind of uh, yeah, and it formed it's... our minds. I think <laughs> the check but the check Budweiser is really good. Yeah, like, it was yeah. quite I agree. A, a, I agree. A, a flavorful pilsner, you know. Yeah, it's it's Pilsner Urquell. Mm. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like cheaper than the Pilsner Urquell, so it's like. No, it's really good, but wiser than the. My best buddy <laughs> wiser is not George Thorogood or whatever. Yeah, did did <laughs> did you guys know that beer makes people smarter? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, it, it made that's why I drink. <laughs> makes your body wiser yeah, yeah. So I, I think my girlfriend disagrees <laughs> mine also <laughs> <laughs> my my wife also disagrees uh, okay so beer you, makes you, smarter, definitely. You, you mentioned that you and your wife has a band as well yeah what were you called it's called uh well we do like an acoustic folk project it's just called the calls are drunks which is a pretty fitting name uh, for us. And then uh, we have another band called Dollars for Deadbeats. Uh, and it's, she sings, uh, I play lead guitars. And it's, we just put out an album in December that's quite different from the album before. But it's it's like, it's definitely more punk rock than Little Teeth is. You know, like it's, it's started as like a street punk band and then it's kind of just become... A punk band. Okay. Um, uh, is it how many are you guys in those bands? Five. Well, the one me and Kirsty just have like a, a acoustic folk duo that yeah, we go the, and the calls are drunk. Yeah, we just yeah. we just do that as like a way to go travel around and drink beer and play. We have a bunch of songs that we wrote, and then we'll play some Arliss songs and some other songs, and okay. it's just. It's so easy to travel when it's just me and her that like we love it for that. Uh, and then Dollars for Deadbeats, it's a five-piece band. It's uh, two guitars, drums, bass, and she's she sings. So. Okay. So that's the more punk. Yeah. Kind of band. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but it's really fun. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I moved to Germany and got immediately accepted into through joining her band you know immediately got accepted into i don't know the punk counterculture here in this town which i mean at munich you guys have been to munich the cops are fucking everywhere and they they have this town on lockdown and it kind of sucks but wherever there's oppression by cops there's also a pretty good punk rock scene and oh. so i gotta come right into it wasn't it in munich that yes yes some important band and then we got lots of free beer huh that's probably yeah. wasn't it in Munich where they thought we were some big band and we got lots of free beer? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Munich. I, I, I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> I got a snap uh, Snapchat video from uh, a band that we played the same night with. With um, yeah, he sent me he, like <laughs> up in the faces of the cops in Munich, kind of filmed <laughs> like there's one cop, there's two cop, there's two. <laughs> And I counted to nine cops, and they're not go- even gonna arrest him. And this uh, that- dude, uh, this dude, he deserves so fucking. There's an awesome video. Uh, I'll, I'll email it to you where it's it's Wu Tang Clan was on tour over here, and like it's right by where my band rehearses because uh, you could tell from the buildings around it. 
But the police pulled over Wu-Tang's fucking tour bus and they found marijuana and they're trying to pin it on Red Man and Method Man. And like Red Man just throws it on the ground at this cop and the, and the cop picks it up. And then he's like, that's your weed. That's not my weed. You picked it up. Like, that's, that's not my weed. I've never seen that in my life. And they got away. Like they didn't get, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Just, just imagine the amounts of German beer you have to have in your stomach to go up in the faces of nine police officers with your mobile. And just, there's one, there's two, there's three, yeah. there's four. I wouldn't do it. I, oh, I wouldn't do it. You know, nah. I, I believe more than anybody else. Fuck the cops. But like, I've also been fucked by the cops a couple of times for like, I was uh, getting, I was I, in Colorado. I was practicing and I was getting really good at like drinking a lot of beer and then driving my car. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was, I was pretty undefeated at it for a while until I got caught. And then, uh, yeah, after, after you get in trouble with the law for like something dumb like that, like, Fuck the cops, but especially like, I just, I want to say fuck them so much. Just, I don't want to talk to them. Every time I've ever talked to them, I've always gotten in trouble. So yeah. But if you're drunk driving, that's not really weird. No, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> I told he, him. He, I, he had a lot of practice while drunk dude, driving. So I've uh, done this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what, what sucked was like, uh, I, I wasn't even driving when I got caught. I, I had a shitty van and it broke down. And like uh, it broke down on the side of the road and I was waiting for the tow truck to come take me home um, and a cop stopped to see if I needed help. And so I was just, I was drunk inside of my van. I wasn't driving it. I was, oh. it wasn't in motion when I got in trouble, but the cop wanted to see if I needed help. And he was super nice. He gave me a ride just not to where I wanted to go. <laughs> just, uh, straight to jail? Course. Yeah, it took me, uh, took me right to the clink for a night. So. Yeah. Well, he could see right through you, I, believe, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any uh, fun tour stories you want to share with us and um, the world? Yeah, hold on. I'm gonna, we're going to have some weird audio for a second because I have to charge my phone because i don't Ooh. want to see you guys um so i'm gonna have a little echo but yeah oh weird tour stories uh man i have i have a handful i uh That's i'll good. just give you some of the best <laughs> one night can you guys hear me can i hear you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. sure okay cool well. uh man we were in atlanta and there's like a cool bar across the street from the venue we were playing. And this isn't a cool tour story. This is like a crazy, like, anyways, uh, we're all trying to get into this club after the concert because somebody told us it was $1 beers. And we're like, okay, cool. Well, we're on tour. We're broke. We're poor. We need dollar beers. is like earning money, you know, when it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So as we're waiting in line to get in, Somebody fucking drew a gun and shot another dude right in the face. Like, <laughs> fucked up. The dude died. I mean, like, it was fucked up. I never been close to something like that. Um, so, of course, 
we all scatter. We run off into the night. Like a fucking dude just got shot in the face near us. So like me and the basis of the van of the band, we uh, we made it back to our tour van and like we're like laying down under the seats, you know, because like fuck, dude, somebody just got killed by us. Uh, and the police, the police pound on the door of the van and they're like, "What are you guys doing?" And like, uh, hiding from gunshots. And they're like, <laughs> "Well, there, we heard there was gunshots." It was like, yeah, yeah, I, it was over there, you know, like we're in here. Um, so we're like hiding out for a little bit. And then like we eventually we have to regroup with the rest of the band. Right. Because it's, you know, it's still it's like 1 a.m. in Atlanta and there's still stuff to do. So like we all decide we're going to go to another bar and we find another bar to go to and we go to like de-stress drink some beers at this point now because before it was going to be a celebration and now it was like holy fuck i need to drink a beer you know so our buddy we were hanging out with this kid who's been at our concert all night like he's wearing a camouflage t-shirt this is waffle house you know like waffle house is like a shitty breakfast chain in america but but you say a kid is was he in the 40s or Uh, yeah, he was also in his forties. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was an adult. Whenever I say okay. kid, of course, adult, right? You know. Uh, anyway, uh, so he's like, "Hey, you know what make this party cool? Cocaine." And I'm like, huh. "Yeah, yeah, probably right." So he's like, "I got a buddy. We'll go get some." And so we all get in his car, and it's like now it's me, two other dudes from my band, and this kid, this man in his 40s yeah. wearing a waffle house camouflage t-shirt <laughs> drives us across atlanta and we get to this house and he's like cool we're just gonna run in and get the drugs and i'm like okay cool and then he's like hold on people get really weird by this and he pulls out his gun and i'm like oh no this guy has a gun too but then he pulls out his police badge because he is a drug enforcement officer of america He is, his job is to crack down on the illegal sales of drugs. And I, I instantly freak out. I'm like, Oh my God, I'm in a, I'm in a sting. Like this guy was trying to get me to buy cocaine and he's a drug cop. And, and he looked at me and he was like, this is Atlanta. All the police officers are corrupt here. And I was like, well, I have a little Colorado boy. And I, I, I called an Uber and went home. Like I went back to like our sleeping spot, but like it was easily one of the weirdest nights of my tour where, where, where I mean, I watched a person get murdered and then almost bought illegal drugs with an actual, like basically an FBI agent, you know? And it was like, so sometimes you get in these situations that is, it's amazing. You can get yourself out of them. Yeah. Whoa. But uh, how, uh, what is your, like, uh, I mean, in in Norway, it's uh, it's not as as easy to get a hold of a gun as in the U.S. So, how what is your you know relationship with the whole gun uh, deal? I uh, I'm pretty anti-gun, um, yeah. which which is weird. I mean, I went to when I started university, I went for forestry, so I. Uh, I have a degree. I have a college degree in management of forestry and wildlife. So it's like a tricky thing. Um, you actually need a gun sometimes. I've never needed a gun. 
Yeah, but uh, if, if 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 you walk around the forest, you would sometimes want to have a gun due to like wild animals. You have more predator predatory animals. In- yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like in the forestry scene and in my understanding of like natural resources, like America's fucked up their forests to the point that there's controlled populations of animals. So if you took away hunting. Oh, that's everywhere. That's uh, like animals. So like. I know that people need guns for hunting and for whatever, but we have, I don't we know. It's done. so easy in America to get a fucking gun. It's terrifying. Yeah, like we, it is. We've done the we've done the the hunting thing worse in Norway. There's basically no predators, so hunting is the only option to keep deer in uh, check. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, okay, yeah. So, like America, they also did the same, where they kind of like in Colorado. Yeah, but there's they like there's like the there's like hundred hundred wolves in Norway. That that's it. That that's all of them. Yeah, that was so. the same way in Colorado. They were uh, they were so scared of the wolves, they killed all the wolves, yeah. right? And now there's no wolves to keep the deer population in check. No. And so, if they don't have hunting, the deer population will grow to a point that they eat up all their resources for food, and then larger populations will die from starvation. Yeah than from whatever so there's like a natural wildlife management they have to in america now they have to issue hunting permits to limit the population so the unchecked animals so now finally this year this election cycle colorado voted to reintroduce wolves so like i'm hoping that is going to change the thing so we're going to put some predators back into the national forest which leads to a healthier forest my brother is a recreational hunter uh, yes, and he doesn't do it for sport. He does it for like, he respects what he does, but I also know that there's so many people that like go shoot endangered animals for sport. So like, yeah. it's a touchy subject, but all I can say is that in America, there's no need for automatic assault weapons. Like <laughs> oh. right, right now you can literally go by like, something that shoots 200 rounds a minute and that's totally fine and legal and you could have it by the end of the day you know and there's no need for that well it's fun yeah we're not we're not in a pub queue yeah it's never no, fun in a no pub need, queue. there's no there's no need for those that's only the uh, government is going in and fuck us over and we need to have a military of our own to yeah, protect so, us from the government. <laughs> yeah. It's it's it doesn't make sense, but anyway. <laughs> it's so crazy here uh, in America. It's it's just like so crazy. I mean, I grew up how old are you guys? I, I'm thirty-six, uh, almost thirty-seven. So I don't know. Twenty-nine twenty-nine. So these are uh, ninety-one uh, models. I am, uh, I think I am uh, twenty-eight. Okay. So the, um, oh, so I'm I, thirty. I, one. Yeah, I am a I am a I'm a hunter and a, a shooter and uh, shooting is really fun. So uh, shooting I guess is that fun, argument. but not at the and, pub. Uh, not at the pub, no. Yeah, not at the pub. Uh, but I mean, I'm I, not at people. Hunting for me is more about uh, walking around the forest and and finding it's a connection with I nature. I mean, like I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily care if I shoot something or not, but I, I at least want to find the animals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, I I've never actually hunted, but I've gone on so many hunting trips with my brother, to where like my my brother always had a rule where like if you do the hunting, you do the cleaning, you know. 
whatever happens. And like, I'm squeamish. It's gross. I don't want to deal with it. So like, <laughs> I, uh, but I would go on hunting trips with him because it's family bonding. And like, yeah. even to the point where it's like, okay, I just literally rub deer piss on my face. I'm wearing camo and I'll go walk with my brother through the woods all day. If he finds something that's cool, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get in it, you know, but like, I never did the deer piss thing. You know, I just found a deer. <laughs> okay. That's a lot easier that way. Yeah. No, but it's, it's amazing. I have, my dad hunts a bit more than I do. And we, I have the freezer full of amazing meat that, uh, that you well, get. It's a whole, it's a whole different meat. connection with nature. So like, and that's just it. Like when people ask me about gun control, like, and even as a vegetarian, like I'm, I I still stand for those rights for the people to be able to go out to the forest and, you know, take care of themselves and whatnot. But uh, when it comes to gun control, you know, like when the second amendment was passed about the right for Americans to bear arms, we're talking about like bear arms. the time, the time frame of that point was like, where it was like, here I have this tube and like I poured some gunpowder in it and I shoved <laughs> a ball in it. And it takes like 10 minutes to fucking get this ready. And then I can no, shoot no, you something. Have, you, have a, you have an assistant to load the other gun while you are shooting the one you have. Yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> but like, that's when that law was passed. And there's no reason that that law should be in place to where like now these people could go get a banana clip and a fucking AK-47 and like yeah. literally mow down an elementary school in like the squeeze of a trigger, you know? I also so, like the irony that the AK-47 is loved by America, even though it's a communist gun to the core. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> the, America is just a bunch of fucking. It's a melting pot, but they don't they don't even know what they've melted into themselves yet. You and, know, and that it's easier to buy a gun than to buy a car. That's so much easier. Of, uh, that's kind of fucked so up. My whole my <laughs> whole family. Car. <laughs> my whole family's pretty fucking outdoorsy, you know. Uh, all of them they like bow hunting and me and my family were uh me and my dad and my brother are pretty avid ice fishermen uh okay that's uh that's like our thing you know like even living in germany i go back and go on an ice fishing trip with them and you know we're ice fishermen uh anyways last year we were back in america and it was my little sister's birthday she was turning 22 and my brother took me and my wife, you know, my wife is British, but uh, we're living in Germany and she, she doesn't know what it's like in, uh, in America or that. And my brother wanted to buy my little sister a pistol for her birthday. And we went to the store and he, he filled out a contract and, and like the, the wait was less than an hour. Like, and the sporting goods store had an arcade of like, animal hunting video games where we just played video games until somebody literally came out was like mr call here's your gun you know and then we went and my brother that year my brother gave my sister a gun for her birthday and me me and my wife gave my sister like uh an art supply book for her birthday (laughs) and like yeah at the at the birthday party you could definitely tell who were her like hippie european relatives and who were her like <laughs> red-blooded american family yeah. yeah 
Well, uh, I guess uh, any one of us, uh, except Håkon, who is a licensed hunter and can own a gun, uh, I guess uh, all of us three others would feel uncomfortable with having a rifle, a loaded rifle in our hands. Yeah, definitely. That, that, that's the distance we have to guns, you know, it's... Uh, well, that's the same in Germany. I don't know a single person who's ever even shot a gun over here. And like... Not that Where kind of I am with guitars, I have I have so many guitars and instruments and stuff. My brother is that with guns. Okay, oh. yeah. And he's yeah. got so many guns. And like one night, I was even talking shit to him. Like, why do you need this many guns? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have guns on my wall, but it, they're all uh, unusable. Okay. For uh, collecting uh, purposes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but my, my brother immediately asked me, he's like, well, why do you need so many different guitars? And I was like, well, mm. this guitar is for like ripping leads and this is a good rhythm <laughs> guitar and this is a bass and my brother's like yeah. this is a black powder rifle this is a pistol this is for deer this is for this you know and it's like okay yeah i get it they all have their different use and their different tool yeah. but you know it's a difference between i think with all things all all things that are dangerous if you know how to respect it it's not that bad the problem is is that there's yeah. not a lot of respect for stuff like that you know yeah well, I guess the, I guess the problem is the, that it's available if you have a weak moment or you're kind of have been drink, drinking too much Jameson or something and get the thought into your head. You have kind of. But I, I I've grown up with with it, like from I from from I was a kid shooting and but... hunting and fishing and all all of these like uh, wild stuff. So it's not really a problem in that sense. I'm used to. No, for most, no pe- way, most, always... mo- most people can handle it, but you know when you get tipped over the edge for some reason, and people will are gonna do that. People, people. Do, I, that's why I personally never got a gun in America. Is that it was always available to me. It was always open. I started touring pretty heavy, just me alone, like just me and my acoustic guitar, and I'd be sleeping in my car in weird spots. And my family was like, "No, you need to get a gun just in case," you know. You know, like, in case what? You know, like, if you, if you have a gun, you have to be prepared to use it. You know, and I I, I personally would never be able to do that. I'd never be prepared to use it, but... There's more... It's more. I'm, in, I'm an artist. I'm a, I'm a dark and tragic soul. Like, I don't trust yeah. myself with alcohol and a gun and my emotions and whatnot. I don't think... I don't think... I never wanted one in my life because, I mean, more- just... I, I, have, I have definitely um, reflected on the same thing, but that, that's yeah. why you should be be covered for for stolen goods in in that sense. So you don't have to feel like you have to protect your guitar with your life because it's your livelihood. You should like know your insurance or whatever is going to provide uh, the money back, and you get you can buy a new guitar and continue your uh, yeah 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 that's what, that's how i feel like that's that's the know. other way or you can either kill the thief or you can know that someone is going to give you the thousand dollars for a new guitar and it's it, it it's not a problem it's just scary in the moment <laughs> yeah think, you know like, america's america's not very good at that and and providing these insurances and uh, stuff for uh, ordinary no people. america is not good at providing <laughs> insurance in any way yeah, and so, it's also if if you first pull the trigger, it's also a digital. Is that how you say it? Uh, system that it's kind of um, favored uh, richer ones, isn't it? Yeah, no? I mean, there's yeah, no. The definitely. more money you have, the more. 
It favors the good lawyer either way. Yeah, so it, yeah. it's not. It seems well, to I not guess, be so I mean, much I'm, about justice, but I'm pretty anti-violence, you know. So like, I don't yeah. believe in like. I believe that guns should be, uh, you know, if you want to use it to be a hunter to give your family food, okay, you know, like in that situation, your gun only needs to go boom one time. You know, you don't need anything that goes. You know, yeah. prefer preferably yeah. Yeah. very yeah. quickly, two or three times, just to be sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no but, more than that. But, <laughs> that that's now you're fucking around, Hokum, isn't you? No, I'm Aren't not. You know, like so, like you don't no, need an automatic weapon no, to go to. Hunting. But you should, you should have like two or three rounds ready in case you miss. Like this is. Uh, yeah, but it's not automatic. No. But yeah, no, I mean it's really fucked up because like Americans will fucking cry if you took their guns away i mean yeah. there, there's no there's no way there's no way in the world that america will to. ever get to where germany is with that you know i mean there's no way in the world that america will ever get to where germany is with like a fucking recycling program with like we have deposit <laughs> on cans and if that happened in america there would be yeah. turmoil you know so it's, uh... I do think we have quite a high yeah, we have we have quite a high deposit on on cans actually it's two krona which would be like twenty five cents. That's what a can here is twenty five cents. Is, is it as well? Yeah, that's yeah, and a bottle is eight cents. Oh, that's high. <laughs> eight. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's higher for some things, but it's extremely high. But I mean, I like I like the deposit system here. That's why that's like how I save money every month. Like once a month, I take all the I take all the I take all the deposit back, yeah. and it's like ah, cool. I'll put that money in a jar for something yeah. fun, you know. <laughs> Just me getting yeah. drunk was making values. Exactly, yeah. making yeah. money. Uh, I'm making money yeah. by drinking. Or you could actually use uh, the deposit on new beer. Then you have free beer. <laughs> Which, which I did that best. today for two <laughs> two of my beers came yeah. from fucking me drinking Coca Cola yesterday or over the weekend. You know, I was like, ah, sick. Yeah, yeah, that's the best kind of beer, the free one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, anything's nothing's better than a free beer. I mean, I don't know. I've had some free beers though that was like, ah, I understand why it was free. <laughs> Pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, but it's free. But it's free. But guys, I I think we're closing to the end here. Yeah, uh, and uh, uh, and, uh, and Corey, uh, what's uh, happening on the musical horizon uh, right now? Next? Yeah, or well, yeah. Uh, Little Teeth has a bunch of shows. Well, we're playing fest, and we have an American tour at the end of the year. So we have uh, some plans for two EPs that we're working on right now. Uh, I'm getting pretty knee deep into a solo record and okay. I'm also, I guess, waist deep into me and my wife's record. Our folk project is doing something and yeah, there's going to be some stuff coming out. I mean, now that pandemic is ending, I guess all of the bullshit I've been doing for the last year is going to come out somewhere. So yeah. yeah, the little teeth has a couple things coming right on the horizon and then a uh, bunch of other stuff right behind it in the pipeline, staying busy for the rest of the year. Yeah. So, and, 
I just want to say, since uh, we all favor the Guinness, the Guinness record is is, is quite good here. That's okay, but I mean, uh, these the black cans of beer, these five O's, maybe a little better than the Guinness. Uh, and uh, you heard of the Guinness record book? Okay, you guys have to send me your address, and I will uh, I will send you a pack of cheap, shitty German beers. You guys then have a special episode. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah. you just have to pay like 50 euros to get it through the toll. Yeah, no, I'm gonna send glass. glass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that... but but Corey, but Corey, uh, how, how, how do you use? Is it Corey Cal? Call. Call. Yeah. yeah that's like that's like a phone call. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's nice for us to know when we. Yeah. yeah. It's a very fucking. I don't understand. It's such a weird. It's very uncommon name. Uh, we were we're an Irish family, and uh, when we immigrated to America, they made us drop the. It was Mick Call. Wow. And uh, they made us drop the Mick because of racial stereotypes in america so we just became calls oh well, there are okay. racial stereotypes in america uh, crazy you would have never <laughs> thought of that right i would i also never imagined that uh, yeah so so where can people find you you know check out your stuff munich Oh, <laughs> visit you like in munich, munich or like i, I don't oh, know no, no they're your music Oh man, it's I post about the shit on Facebook all the time, but uh all of everything that I've ever recorded, I, I make sure I put it on Spotify through Little Teeth, Arliss Nancy, or Dollars for Deadbeats, and um all of those have band key band camp pages. So does uh also has um the calls are drunk at Bandcamp is me and my wife's thing. Uh but do you have any merch there as well that people can buy? Yeah, all the Bandcamp pages have have merch and stuff. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, I mean, but I I try to make it. I know the Arliss Nancy page and the Little Teeth page. As far as I'm concerned, right now the music downloads are free because I everybody's kind of hurting financially lately. So I mean, I would much rather end a pandemic and people be able to come and sing along than to fucking feel like they have to like misappropriate the little money that's everywhere right now so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's, that's a, a nice great thing. uh yeah it's a nice thing so cheers well guys thank you so much for including me uh today it was really Fun to get hang out with you guys. Yeah, thanks for joining us. It's, it's, it's uh, a virtual virtual pub, you know. Yeah. None of us it, are allowed to go to the pub. It actually feels like the most social fun pub night I've had in years. So, <laughs> ah, or yeah. in a year, it really you know? works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, let's do this in person when this is all done. Yeah, oh, yeah sure. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. If you guys ever need help uh, with the show in Munich, let me know, and I'll I'll do whatever I can to make it work. And <laughs> thank you. I will. Uh, I'll get you guys really drunk because I think the beers here, the beers here are very cheap. So we can yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah. If if you get back to Norway and accept, uh, expect the same amount of beers that you have bought us there. You guys homebrew. Uh... It's okay. I'll drink. Yeah. 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 yeah.
I'll bring a keg. No problem. <laughs> yeah, no problem. We'll we'll just bring a keg. Yeah, <laughs> one each, and we'll, we'll make it work, Corey. Yeah, <laughs> kegs and eggs. Okay, well, guys, thank you so much, and you guys take care. Enjoy your work week, and uh, you guys stay safe. And yeah, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Yeah. You too. <laughs> All right. It's nice Cheers, to Thanks for joining. Yeah. Thank you. Cheers. 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 <laughs>